skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Welcome to Skin and Blister. Kaz, I hope you have your act together. (laughs) Hello, my salty sis. How are you? I hope you are okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am okay. But this is the second intro we're doing so let's get it together because i got for those who are wondering i was the one who fucked it up i said bye one was wondering okay that's true (laughs) everyone knows all right um well tell me about your your last week because i i think you've been alone which is very unusual for you so tell me how you feel about that uh the lovely fran Francesco has been away um, doing some work and I have been all alone and uh, I mean it's okay but I just I'm just running running wild at the moment running ragged have I stirred um, the pot no you haven't no I've just uh, the kombucha pot <laughs> Just today, I've been up for a lot of hours, so I'm, I am already, I am salty as anything, as Carl, as Kez likes to say. But I do have something for you. Okay, okay. Watching, um, wait, let me get it. Uh, watching, where is it? Late Night L.I.B. <laughs> what? L-I-B Love in Boxes What is that show called? I can't even remember what the name of the show What are you about? Love at First Sight Love in <laughs> Love in oh, Boxes Oh no, she's lost Not the plot Love in Boxes It's called Love uh, where, they're be- where they have a wall between them I don't know. I don't watch these stupid shows. Basically, it's love in boxes because they sit in boxes and they talk to each other and they fall in love. Um, and then is... or smoking in the cafe. That's my other one. Which one do you want to hear about? Ooh. Well, let's hear about smoking in the cafe because that sounds bad. Because that has been illegal for 23 plus years, probably. Um, that's actually a funny one. So the, the coffee shop, um, I was there this morning and it was lots of fun making coffee for everyone. Um, although, uh, sometimes the customers are a real joy, but, um, yeah. So I was like busily. For those who are wondering, Seth has finally had to work again because Fran is gone. That's why she's so frazzled. It's so weird. People keep making that joke to me. Like, and I don't mind. I'm not at all offended. (laughs) But honestly, like everyone says that to me, not even about Fran being gone. Just like, oh, fine. Every time I talk to someone, they're like, oh, finally, you've done a day's work. And I'm like, well... (laughs) But honestly, I'm doing like every day I'm working till 10 o'clock. So I do not know why everyone thinks I don't work at all. 
But um, hmm. and I wake up like, why? What are you making? Just, ki- noise just kidding. Just kidding. You anyway, work very tell- hard. So because I was quite tired, um, for whatever reason, uh, yeah, I was making all these coffees and I was just kind of keeping to myself and someone else was on the till. And then I just look up and there's this lady standing next to me, like quite close. And then I noticed something quite weird and I realized she was smoking while she was standing next to me in the coffee shop. Just a cigarette. Yeah. Not even a vape pen or something. No. Just a what cigarette. the hell? And I just looked at her and I was like, um, and I thought to myself, mm, like maybe, you know, maybe she's not like with it or something for whatever reason. So I was just in a very calm, gentle way. I said, um, you're not allowed to smoke in here. <laughs> like it was like news, right? Like this was like a nursery or something. And But like you haven't been allowed to smoke inside forever, right? Okay, I just looked it up because I wanted to be accurate for once on the pod. Okay, tell us. Um, in the UK, smoking inside became illegal in 2007. That is what? so recent. Isn't that I weird? Think say, I think what that probably is saying is in pubs, because I think it was probably more recent that you weren't allowed to smoke in pubs. Like, I reckon cafes has been longer. I don't know if sure. it was ever illegal before that. It was just that people had, like, no smoking signs. Like, you weren't. Like, the business is allowed to decide. But now it's illegal. So in yeah. in North Carolina, it only became illegal in 2009. It's so surprising, isn't it? You would think it is. It seems so horrendous to smoke inside. I mean, that lady was smoking. Anyway, then she kind of like looked really surprised. That was the funniest part. She looked so surprised. <laughs> and then she went outside and continued smoking. But I think maybe she didn't realize she was doing it. <laughs> No, she did realize that was the weird thing. She was just like, I think she was doing cocaine in the toilets as well, which we, uh, don't, we definitely mm. do not condone, especially in a oh cafe. Wait, how did anyway, you do know? Do not do drugs, kids. She kept coming back and forth and she was, mm. she felt like she was getting a bit more and more. I don't know if it was cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Of course, I don't know, but don't do drugs. In the and toilet. Don't smoke in the cafe, <laughs> please. <laughs> the other thing I was telling you about was uh, I still can't think of the name of that show anymore. Love is Blind. <laughs> anyway, come on, come on, come on. Get it together, Sarah. So, I every time I see Love is Blind is on, I have to watch it. I don't really watch any other. I do watch like some TV, but I don't watch any other reality tv but the thing about love is blind um, is it's just love at first sight don't you do like married no i don't at watch first sight? no i don't um hmm. of course i have in the past and also i have watched love is blind brazil and, and you've watched below decks oh yeah okay scratch <laughs> that first part but what i'm trying to tell you is the whole of love is blind is a recap so, like, you watch an episode and then, like, 
probably half of the other episode is a recap of the first. So you have to watch oh. it with your finger on uh, fast forward, which is what I do now. However, because it's such a it's such a wild show, it's so stimulating. If you watch it on fast forward, it's like, yeah, I mean, I really shouldn't be judging this lady doing cocaine and me doing this absolute rubbish, <laughs> literally so mainlining rubbish. No, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's not double fast. It's oh, like okay. I'm just skipping over pretty much I would say at least 50% of the content what that does mean is I get through the there's maybe like 10 episodes I'm watching that in an evening wow I would say two hours is all I need to get everything I need to know oh dear god should I be concerned about you no okay (laughs) I'll 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 decide myself. Um. <laughs> no, I've just got quite a large to-do list. That's all. But it's all positive stuff, which is what I keep saying. But How much coffee uh. are you drinking per day? Well, good you brought that up. Um, I've decided that on days that I do my driving lessons, thank you for asking. They're going well. Um, I'm glad I to only hear drink it. one coffee because otherwise I'm like too jittery to drive. But otherwise I drink two. Anyway, only two hear from you now because I feel like I'm worse than love is blind. So are these the exciting highlights of your week? Uh, uh, The thing, do you ever get this where you're just like my brain, it feels like a black hole where my brain used to be. Yeah. I just can't. I, we actually had a really nice, so Fran was here this weekend. So he's off again um, for this week. So we actually had a really nice weekend, but I have no idea what happened, but I'm sure it will all come back to me. Hopefully at some point. Okay. Not concerned at all. Um, So I like to say my brain is like Swiss cheese. Sounds like yours is like Swiss cheese, but it's just a giant hole. It's like not cheese. Variety of Swiss cheese. Yeah. Not existing. (laughs) Not cheese. God, what is wrong with me? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, can I can I just butt in before you say even one thing? Um, sure. Do you know that our our dad is is going vegan? Do you know about this? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to our both cousin, my parents, because we're sisters. Um, this is news to everyone. That is how it works, guys. <laughs> Um, other forms of family are available uh, but yeah the, our dad is going totally vegan which is the weirdest thing I was having such a funny discussion with him yesterday about it he was like um, so what do we so what do I eat and I was like yeah good question <laughs> poor <laughs> dad he's going to be hungry all the time I mean, maybe. Why is it for his health? 
Yeah, they think it's going to help. So, yeah, our dad's got some health issues at the moment. Um, and hopefully this is going to help. I mean, they do eat quite healthy on the commune, but I guess this is like an additional, something additional to that. Interesting. Is it? I wonder if it's to help with inflammation or something. I don't know. I don't know. I oh, don't do you? Know. I have a question for you. So, seeing as this is the the ancients uh, episode of this podcast, where we talk about things as if we're like ninety years old, um, yeah. I I don't know. I just told you about it has that vibe right? Streamlining now. reality TV. I feel like that's that would do yeah, in any ninety year young. old. Quite a young thing to do, I guess. Um, I have this knee thing where, like, <laughs> where the inside of my knee is like painful all the time. Do you have any advice for that? Um, Your personal trainer or doctor? <laughs> no, knees are really the knees are like. Knees and back, obviously, are two of the most common, and shoulders. But just get someone to check it out if you. You can. know, it's annoying because, like, I feel like I must be like so old now because I go from one injury to the next. Like it was my mm-hmm. wrist. Now I got the cast off. Now it's my knee. What's gonna be next? I, mean, I don't think the you real can question. say like your your wrist was anything to do with being old i mean you literally fell like from a snowboard you can't really blame yeah true, me true. for that or your age but the but yeah people do say that i'm yeah i think as you get older obviously you do aches and pains oh claude is attacking you <laughs> no, oh, claude, it's sweetheart. a cute attack a cute attack. Have you heard of this thing called cute aggression? It's where you are, you think something is so cute that you feel like aggressive towards it. Like, it's like when you see a really cute baby animal, you want to eat it. Have you ever had that? Um, I know, I know, like, you want to squeeze it till it dies. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Have you ever done that? <laughs> Yeah, that's why Luna's not here. <laughs> um, that's why Sarah can't have... We're not letting her have children. We're afraid. No, uh, I don't think there's any chance something. of that happening. I have to tell you something. Because <laughs> you don't think oh, they're that Oh, I don't know if this is pod-worthy. Um, no, I want to hear it. Oh, gosh. So I'm managing the cafe more, right? Because Francesca's away. Um and on uh, Saturday morning, I was te- texted, messaged. Uh, there's a massive poo outside the cafe oh, <laughs> where we put all the tables and chairs. I was like, okay, good morning to you as well. Um, so I was like almost there anyway. So I'm, I get there, sure enough, poo outside the cafe. But it's... So I was quite aggressively cleaning it up and just shouting like, 
if you can't clean up poo, you oh. should never have animals or children because this is all that, like, you have to deal with so much poo, don't you, if you have animals or children? Yes. I mean, obviously, kids, but- like, when they're small, not as much when they grow older. Why didn't you tell your worker to clean out? Well, I mean, their job, right? That's what I'm. That's what I mean. I was being quite passive. Oh, you were shouting at them. Yeah, uh, this is not something you should be messaging me about in the morning to come clean up the poo. Um, But I, I thought let's let's get this cleaned up and let's make hay while the sun shines. In other words, so I have a story about this. Yeah, go for it. I used to work downtown in the small city of Asheville. And uh, we used to come to work every day, and it was a doorway going into our work. Every day, there was a puddle of pee in the corner Uh, of our doorway every single day. So then we, like, started putting out no trespassing signs, but Mm. it didn't really work. Basically, what I have to say about that is, You like people who are doing that. Well, they probably aren't thinking very much, but if they are, they're probably thinking like it's who cares? Like it's some touristy business. And what they don't think is like it's someone being paid like pretty low wages who has to clean up your uh, bathroom leavings every day. And that is not very kind. So. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like someone who thought that was their toilet. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it was the same person? Yeah, probably. We have quite quite a large homeless population in Asheville. Mm. So this kind of thing happens a lot, I think. Yeah, but I'm needless to say, I'm just glad that um, (laughs) I don't work downtown anymore at this point because it's quite the adventure every day i mean this is the thing it's like um it is sad that you know people don't have homes but they yes claude is purring into the mic very cute um (laughs) of course i like that seems to be stating the obvious but like it's not very you know ideally find somewhere else that's not kind of someone's business or Mm -hmm. I mean there's trees and stuff well I sound horrible saying this kind of thing no there are trees you don't have but like if I'm gonna urinate outside I'm like going in the bushes and doing it yeah yeah me too yep but, oh, well, that's probably enough on that subject. Um, do you want to hear about my weekend? I do. Let's hear about it. Okay. So, let's see. Um, Sunday, we went for a hike. Um, really nice hike. The whole way up was, like, stairs. It was very steep. So, it was, like, a really good workout. But it's quite short. And then... We were, we had met new friends. So this is like something that's funny because it's something that you would never do. But we, Simon and I went to this event um, about a month ago. What event was it? It was the Slam Storytelling event, the open mic thing. 
Um, and we mm. sat next to this couple and they were like really friendly. And anyway, we ended up hitting it off with them. And then we decided to like have a day together yesterday where we went for a hike and had lunch. And it was like a great time. Very interesting. Turns out they're, they're um, like detectives from New York. That was their former jobs. They're retired now. But um, anyways, it was very cool to hear all their stories. So would you have done that, Saz? No. No <laughs> way. Well, how do you make new friends? Well, I was thinking that this week. I was like, I need, I don't really have any friends. Um, so I can't say that my methods are working because they're not. Um, shout out to all my friends. I love you all. Please don't leave. Um, but it sounds but, like they've left already, though. Yeah, they have. Yeah. That's not even a joke. Jesus. Oh, dear um, God. <laughs> I feel like I should really be concerned about you based on this entire episode no the only thing is i had to i just i haven't been sleeping that much so this morning um i was driving the little chick to school and i was singing so he's been playing i told you this before but it's a real theme he's been playing hamilton songs on repeat every single morning Mm-hmm. So, like, all I have going through my head is Hamilton. And so in the car, I was singing one of the Hamilton songs, but I made up my own words for it and sang it like a rock song. And he got so mad. He was like, Mom, stop. It's so annoying when you sing like that. And it's not uh, a rock song. You're singing it wrong. And then can you give like, us an example, please, if you're going to tell us the story. Uh, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, we're waiting in the wings for you. I don't know. Remember what you overcame. Anyways, uh, he. Now you can see why he was so annoyed, but he was like, "Mom, no offense, but school's better than home because I don't have to hear you sing." The one. The one reason he likes going the poor traumatized to... child. We should call child service. Oh my word! Um, <laughs> no, yeah. this is uh, no. Kids always get like that about singing, don't they? And they get yeah, they remember... start to get embarrassed about you. I guess around this age, or when yep. did uh, when did the chickens start getting embarrassed about you? I think it was a long time ago. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> to be um, fair, I'm pretty embarrassing to be around if you're a kid, if you're my child, because <laughs> I kind of have, like overtake the the conversation a lot. I'm a large presence. I was talking about this uh, the other day with my friend when we were drinking together. She was like, "Yeah, my mom was the same way." <laughs> It was Ooh. exhausting. Like she just like dominated the room when she was there. And I was like, okay, can't wait to hear all about it when my child is 35 and he's in therapy. It's going to be 
Interesting. But do you think, so if you had a group of friends over, do you think you would be the one, would you be dominating the, like doing your games night? You'd be dominating Mm. the discussion. I don't think, like when I've been with you, that hasn't really been the case. No, usually if I have people over, I'm more just making food and like, you know, hosting. And then... Yeah, I do have a lot of fun, but yeah, I wouldn't say, I don't know. I think that takes an outside perspective. (laughs) What happened to you? I don't know. It said I had full bars on my internet, but then it was like, we can't connect to this page. (laughs) I lost you. So annoying. You know what I was going to say? Remember when we were kids and our dad used to do all those... um, there's skits. Uh, skits. So yeah, like what yeah, we yeah. mean by a skit is skit isn't such a well-known word, is it? Do you uh, use that I think, word? I mean, people know it from like Saturday Night Live as skits. So it yeah, just like, an American like word. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's exactly how it was. You would do like you would act out something funny or And it usually was on Saturday night, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was usually yes. live. <laughs> Um, and we used to get so embarrassed to the point of mm. weeping. Yeah. Um, I used to just want to crawl out of my skin and under the table and never be seen again. Yeah, there was a couple involving shaving cream. Do you remember this? There was yeah. a cake made of shaving cream. And I just started like weeping with with terror. <laughs> The wor- For me, the worst one I remember was he was uh, hosting. So family meeting was this meeting on Sunday where um, it got assigned to like a dad from the commune every time, like a different dad. And, um, and you would read a story or do a Bible study or something. It was with the whole commune from the babies on up. And one time dad hosted a family meeting and he, in the middle of telling a story, he popped his false tooth out in front of everyone. And I just wanted to die. I was like, why, why would you bring shame? Does he have a false tooth? Yeah, you don't remember this. No. You must have blocked it out. Yeah. It was too (laughs) traumatic. No, but he was all about that. To be honest, now I'm like, that's great. Now I like, love the it. The more the merrier. Well, now, but, now I do it. Yeah. <laughs> but back then it was horrendous. See the like, Instagram so... reels for reference. Um, but do we have a question this week? We do have a question. Um, someone was wondering where our name Skin, Skin and Blister originated. Where did it come from? Yeah, of course. So Skin and Blister um, is from... Skin and Blister means sister in Cockney rhyming, which is the the area of East London that I live in, is where like Cockney rhyming originated. Um and we thought it was pretty good because it's kind of like the 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 trials of life can kind of give you blisters. That's mm. how I think about it. And also, obviously, we're sisters, so we love to um, like 
you know, we love to connect and support each other because of that. Um, anything else, guys? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously where it came from. Of course, it goes to show that, you know, we, of course, it's uh, East London where Saz lives because we would never do something from North Carolina where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's salty now. Um, no, 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 no. It's fine. I love it. But um, because I'm actually British too, despite what some may think. Um, well, there are some people out there who would like to deny my Britishness. It's like a very popular thing to do, actually. Uh, deny your Britishness. Yeah, yeah. Because I told someone at my gym the other day that I was British and they were like, no, you're not. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. So going back to the cafe today as as i was working someone came in and was like hello how are you with like a massive smile on their face and in my head i was just going damn americans damn americans but like it's of course so i was nice. like oh, i'm so i'm good and how are you um but it was funny because i was like immediately labeling them I think they were American, which is funny because Americans I mean, they are were nice. nice. So sorry yeah. about that. Sorry to ruin your day. <laughs> um, but no, the skin and blister also, I like to think like we, there wasn't a day from the time I was like a baby to when I was, you know, out of high school where I didn't have either at least one giant blister or a uh, skinned knee or a skin toe like because we did a lot of physical work outside um and we used to wear like wellies wellington boots um and those things are not well fitting despite the name well e um mm. and so we'd be in the garden like slogging away with rain pouring down our wellington boots and our soaked muddy skirts weighing down um and we would get these massive blisters and then i just remember like slogging home after doing that for hours in the garden and just having the welly rub up and down it was like pretty nightmarish actually um bleeding yeah it yeah. Would off yeah that wasn't a great um and then you'd have the scars like even in because after a while, you wouldn't wear wellies, would you? You'd wear like snow boots in winter. Mm -hmm. And then um, yeah, you'd still have the scars. And also the the stub toes, because we used to go barefoot in summer, but it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't very friendly terrain, was it? So <laughs> no, you'd be running rocky. up these mountains and you'd just be stubbing your big toe. I think for most of the summers from when I was about four to um i mean what 12 maybe i just had a my big toe was stubbed the was entire bleeding. time yeah yeah but some part of me goes like okay if i had a kid what would i want them because there is something to be said for just like running around and not being too concerned about yeah um, absolutely i mean i think there's balance of course like yesterday the boys on the street asked if they could shoot a bow and arrow outside. And I was like, yeah, just, uh, 
don't shoot it at people. And if you do, it'll be a good learning experience. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, it's very interesting because for me, I'm like, that sounds like a terrible idea. But then I think when we were kids, we used to climb up these massive trees. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? Yeah. Like with no, yeah. I mean, there was always, it was kind of like one person to every 20 kids. Do you, we'd did be you ever climbing the trees? No, and I was always very sure of myself, if you know what I mean. I was always like, I'm going to go up here and like very kind of calculated. Mm -hmm. But now if I think about a kid climbing a tree, I'm like, no way are you climbing a tree. Like mm -hmm. if I had a kid, they would not be climbing. Like actually I would want them to, but my, I wouldn't be able to be there if they were. You'd be a helicopter parent. That's what they call them. Um. Yeah, I, what like because I'd be like attaching them. What do you mean? Like I'd be like attaching them on hovering. a rope at the bottom of the helicopter while they climb the tree. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it means that there's like a hospital helicopter coming because the injury is so bad. No, it means um you're always hovering over your kid and not letting them do anything mildly unsafe. Mm, that's what that's difficult. called. Yeah. Difficult to not be like that, I guess. But I it do. Is, but you have to let them go at some point. Like, because otherwise, if you don't let them, like, experiment when they're younger with, with stuff that's slightly dangerous, then when they leave home, they're going to do it. And, like, it'll be worse, I think. I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard thing. Yeah, because I was so confident as a kid. Like, for example, we used to do this thing called rock hopping, mm, where yeah, we, we would did. go for a hike, but it was like up a stream. So you just you just jump from rock to rock kind of in between this stream. And it was very slippery. But as kids, we learned like if you like basically you learn through failing. So if you slip, then you knew that was like too far of a jump for the next time. But we just, we just did a lot of this kind of thing. Um, yeah, but how many of us ever died? I mean, none of the Zero. ones that are still here, I guess, but like the rest <laughs> of them did. No, no. We were like, that's the thing. Like kids are quite resilient. So, you know, like I used to, <laughs> I used to jump down the stairs. I used to challenge myself. Like I would start at two stairs and work my way up to see how many stairs I could jump down at once. And then I used to like jump the whole way, which was like, it was metal stairs with like concrete mm -hmm. at the bottom. Remember in that big hotel yeah, house? In the massive house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then also our one of our favorite things to do was ride the boxes down the stairs like a sled <laughs> they were so fun they were called house mother boxes because it was boxes that the quote house mother who was like in charge of all the supplies would use to store things in um and we used to get into them and just go flying down the stairs it was amazing yeah it was amazing yeah, but like we didn't really get hurt or we got hurt, but it wasn't bad. Well, one time I felt a uh, branch broke, like probably like 10 feet up and I fell 
out of a tree and I remember being winded, but I was okay otherwise. It was quite scary though. I think and I what was... happened? Did you go to hospital? No. No, no. I just was winded for like couldn't breathe for a while, but then I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were always okay though. That's the thing. Like it's kids are quite tough. Like when they fall compared to when we as adults fall, there's a big difference in how injured they get. Right? Because like Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're closer to the earth. But what do you think about this? I've been letting um, the little guy use my pocket knife um, to carve sticks with. And the other day I went, I went outside, he was carving a stick with his friend and he had like a cut on his thumb, but he hadn't told me. From the pocket knife. Yeah, I think he was, um, he was like scared to tell me because he thought that I'd like ban him from using it. Mm. but it was fine I had taught him you know I taught him how to use it properly like never cut towards yourself all of that um but I was I just said like oh so what did you learn (laughs) and that was that (laughs) I mean this thing where you taught him properly how to use it I think there's questions to be asked if he immediately cut himself no he had been using it for a couple years already Uh, oh when did you give him first a knife? When first he doesn't did have he... one, but uh, you just in sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean I'm I'm joking again because again we used to do that. We used to carve things all the time. All the time, yeah. Yeah, we did some quite uh, wild things, but we all survived. So, and it made us tough, I think. So I don't think it's necessarily bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, we de- we were always had some sort of injury, didn't we? Yeah, but I, yeah, like I said, I don't really know why I find that kind of thing so frightening. Like now, I always think because I have this, I always think like, should I be more protective? You know, more. But then I'm like. I always think of this thing where it's like, if you love something, let it go. And so then I'm always like. (laughs) Calder just applies this to every occasion. (laughs) She's loving, she's eating a lemon meringue pie. (laughs) Letting it go and just let's go of the fork. No, that wasn't even good. Oh my word. I don't even like lemon meringue that much. It's a bit too sweet. Well, it's too sweet. You got to get the lemon super super tart. tart. Yeah, like a key lime. Mm, that's good. Um but let's do a word of wisdom, I reckon. I just I did need one. one. <laughs> I need one for this week. Another one, please. Another one, please. Oh. I've got one. Okay. So, well, Kez is thinking, I'm going to do one and it's this idea that when you have a lot to do, just take little, take it in little bites. So what I mean by that is when you have a big to-do list, try not to, it's a hard one because you want to write your to-do list, but then you need to kind of bite away at it in a very calm and collected manner. Um, for example, I can just picture you right now with the paper, with the list on it, like taking little bites out of it. <laughs> 
so so true to reality oh dear um but i i can i'm the type that can look at the week and go oh sugar hmm since when did we stop swearing on this podcast um <laughs> oh sugar uh there's a lot to do right but then and then i can get quite like i don't know i can get into my own head quite a lot and um start to worry about it in a very kind of unspecific way mm-hmm. but then i realized to myself or i say to myself i should say and that actually like most of these things yes they're like tricky and challenging some of them for sure but if i do them and stay in the present moment i actually enjoy them um Mm -hmm. so if i can i'm really trying this week to kind of keep coming back to the present moment and going like yes i have this list but actually this moment while i'm doing these you know, while I'm in the cafe making coffee and telling people to get out that are smoking, <laughs> I'm actually enjoying myself. <laughs> I bet you are. And finding it quite enjoyable. That's and what like, you live that's... for. Well, like, <laughs> otherwise it can kind of, life can kind of go by and you're just stressing about the next thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, well, yeah. when are we going to, maybe you don't even enjoy, you know, the moment, but it's something you know, it's a challenge to faith and like being present for that challenge. Yeah. yeah. It's quite, and like also on top of all that, if you have tasks that you really, that are so mundane that you really don't want to do them, stick on a podcast, preferably skin and blister, but others are available. Listen to it over and over again. Yeah. Um, No, just that just helps the time go. Yeah. That's really good advice. Like life is for the living. If you just live life like, oh, when I do this, then I'll be happy. You will literally Mm -hmm. never be happy. You have to like live in the moments and learn or love or laugh from them. LLL. Just remember, LLLLL. Um, no, that was great advice, Saz. Thank you for that. Um, I did remember mine. I, I, it's funny because I had a therapy session on Saturday and I was just like talking away to my Mm -hmm. therapist. And then she was like, uh, Kelda, Kelda. And I was like, oh my God. And she's like, it's 12 o'clock. I have to go to the next client. I'm sorry. And I was like, (laughs) It's okay. So now, my dear friends, I have the chance to finish the thought that I was making in therapy, which Uh is what I was trying to remember. Exclusive Um, coming up. Exclusive content coming out Mm -hmm. of Keza's mouth. Mm -hmm. I uh, was thinking the other day, like, I've been doing a lot of learning recently. Part of coming out of survival mode, part of the best part of part 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 the best part of coming out of survival mode is being able to learn again and to like be curious about the world and it kind of lets you be more of a flexible thinker as well um and i've been just soaking up information recently um because i'm very privileged to have a job where i can listen to books and podcasts all day and so there's a lot of 
cool information to be had. And what I was kind of thinking about was like, how cool is it that the more you understand about the world and about life in general, the less you have to fear, right? Because like, I think like we, at least I speaking for myself, like spent my entire childhood afraid of things. And what I realized that fear came from was, well, one, it was very instilled in us as a way of controlling us. But two, it was because I didn't understand things. And when you don't understand things, they're big and scary like monsters in the closet. Mm -hmm. And the minute you can break it down into understandable bits, it's just not big and scary anymore. It's just another challenge or another thing you can learn from. And so, yeah, I think the way to living fearlessly is to have more understanding about the world. Yeah. Hallelujah. So I think to this week we are concentrating on being in the moment and being mm -hmm. thankful and that we're still alive. Being and, alive. And not being too fearful about the future or about... Yeah. Because I think situation. you and I, we both have like some big changes coming up in the future. Mm -hmm. So you can't just sit there being like, well, when this happens, because then you won't live your life now, right? So you have to live your life now too. It's really important. Yeah. It's really important to, sometimes I think, especially for people who have had similar upbringings to us, mm -hmm. there's so much to be said for yeah like actually seeking out enjoyable moments because that's definitely not something we learned as kids so if no. we can sometimes focus on that it's um in between everything else that has to happen yeah don't but spend think... your life waiting for the easter bunny hunt is basically what you're saying exactly you got to make that yourself you got to make a plan yeah Hop Maybe around in a bunny suit. Yeah, you Gorge can yourself be the Easter bunny is you what can. we're basically saying. Yeah. Anyway, before <laughs> it gets any more abstract, let us thank you for listening and have a good week. Have a good week. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.